No ketchup. No ketchup. really good my people welcome into no catch up sports talk via chicago i am your host sean little big nick the quick with me what's good yo hey man we don't have too much we don't have too much time but we got a lot to talk about nba around the corner season getting ready to start paul george has not found a microphone he does not like we're going to talk about paul george his extension couple couple extra hunter m's light james harden doesn't want to show up to practice, doesn't want to show up to the facility, big deal or not, where does he go, where can he win, we're going to talk about that, we're going to close the show, NFL, week 14 on the way, Carson Wentz has been a big discussion in the group chats, in the in the Twitter land, at least on my handle, uh, at No Catch Up Shy, so we're going to talk about that for a quick second, if we have some times, we'll, we'll, we'll leave you with some winners, and then... You know, it's weekend, man. Go go enjoy yourself. Big Nick the Quick, first off, amazing job on the recap. Yeah. I listened to it a couple times. It's the same story every week now. It's the same story of our life every year, bro, honestly. Yeah. I, well, like, I, like we said on Monday, this one this one was a little bit different in, in the fact that this is probably the, the worst one. But, yeah, it is the same shit every single week. Bro, and, and typically – I will say this. Typically in our lifetime – we always start quickly and then tail off. Yeah. It's never like we're one and five and then we finish the season like nine and seven. We always start decent and then tail off the whole way. It's yep. crazy how it works out like that. Um, well, let me ask you this. Then yeah. we, can, we can bury the Bears for this week. But yeah. is, is there a path to victory? Yeah, of course. Another game? Oh, you're saying – for the season. I yeah, like, like, like can, the, can this team, after that loss, can this team come back and win a game? Um, Like, who can we beat? Honestly, that's a really good question, bro, because it seems like they don't have very much want to left. Yeah, I think that after that one, like, that's deflating. You know what I mean? It's, like, who, who, kinda, who's getting up after that? It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. We got how many games left? Let's just. Yeah. Let's just get out of here. Yo, and, I, and 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 I'll keep it 100. Khalil Mack is the king of that. You think he's checked out? When shit's not going well, he doesn't show up, bro. Yeah. When people aren't dancing in the end zone and people aren't doing touchdown dances because the defense is scoring touchdowns, <clears throat> he is not around, bro. He's not making in, he's not making impact plays. He's just not playing as hard as he typically does when shit's going right and people are talking about us being the best defense in the league. That's so you, the think, fact. You, think, you think Robert Quinn is rubbing off on him? Robert Quinn is, is <laughs> it's a, a zero. Yeah, it's a zero. So I don't even you know. So he, I don't know if he can rub off on like him. actually on a that. zero. I did not record a single statistic on Sunday. Yeah, I, I like so. <laughs> yes, man. So uh, you, you know that uh, that <laughs> meme of uh, you know that meme of what was our boy's name? He played for the Bulls. Super dark skinned dude went to Milwaukee. 
Tony Snell. Tony Snell. There's that meme of him playing like 28 minutes and he had no points, no Yeah, rebounds, yeah, that's no funny. Yeah, that was just like, all, that was, I saw that the other day. Yeah, wait, 28 minutes, zero, 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 zero. That's Robert Quinn. Yo, I sent that to my guy who's a Bucks fan. Um, and then like that maybe look up Tony Snell's career earnings. Shout out Tony Snell. He's made fifty million dollars playing basketball. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right, like crazy. 50, 50 million. <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. So there's plenty of money to go around. <laughs> there's plenty as, of money to go around. As we'll get to with, uh, <laughs> with Paul George. Oh, uh, T-Snow. Yo, shout out my guy Jay Hayward. He took me to get my beard lined up. We both on the same cup, Baldy, with the with the, with the the beard lined up. You see the little, oh, there you go, yeah. A little fade in, oh, a little, little taper, taper on the beard. A little taper on the beard, a little fade in. I, uh, dude, that was my first time in a barbershop in years, bro. Where do you get your hair? You go, you have somebody come to your house? No. Nah, you go to somebody? No, nah, nah, what? Oh, yeah, that's why you're bald. Like, yeah, you just you I, take I, care of your I, shit. I cut my shit. So you shape up your own beard and do all that? Bro, I've been shaping up my own beard for years. And wow. the last couple of times, I nicked my shit. So I'm like, bro, I'm not. Because remember, remember, I had to shave my beard. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I'm not I'm not risking it no more. Like, I'm not doing that. So we, uh, me and Jay, Jay set the appointment up. I'm like, bro, we need to go every, every week since you got it. We got the same cut. We can go get the beard line. That's it. He's like, bro, let me know. So there you go. We went yesterday. Shout out, uh, Maggie's. It's on the South, bro. They got like this dope. I, I don't even want to get into it, but like downstairs, they had a nice little kicking spot. We were watching movies getting lined up. It was cool. It was cool to be back in the shop. Yeah, man. It's always good to be in the shop. Yeah. All right, let's uh let's jump into the NBA season around the corner, and I think the biggest talking points are James Harden and Paul George. Like, I th- I don't even think it's close, really, right? Definitely James Harden. Paul George keeps putting himself in the conversation, so, but Harden Harden is is the is the news cycle right now for sure okay the well then let's then, then let's talk then let's talk james then let's talk james harden first because for me he's not as interesting as the paul george situation honestly okay but we'll talk james harden first i know we had a conversation in the group chat we was chopping it and i was on we were on opposite sides of kind of what james was doing not showing up to camp now. He's he 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 is in the facility. He as he is getting ready with with, with his teammates. But a couple good, days ago, good job, were, James. <laughs> couple days ago, you know, he was seen in Vegas. He was seen all over the place. He was seen everywhere but practice. Everywhere. Shout what? out, little baby. Yeah, shout out, little baby. Hundred buns, hundred bands, and a hundred buns. No, I thought it, I thought it was th- I thought I thought it was a two hundred thousand dollar watch and a hundred thousand dollar Prada bag. So this is or like or a Prada bag with a hundred bands in it and a two hundred thousand dollar watch. Prada bag with a a hundred honey buns in it with a hundred hundred buns like a hundred thousand dollars. Uh huh. And yeah, then he gave him a Richard Millie. Where are you on? Where are you on James Harden giving a little baby three hundred thousand dollars with the birthday gifts? I don't. Uh, that yeah, he can do whatever fuck he wants. Ah, yeah, this is I, I don't give a fuck. Listen, <laughs> yeah, he could have gave him two mil, right? I don't yeah, know. yeah. But it's just fucking corny. It looks really fucking. Corny, like you don't know man. this dude, like well, that, no, bro. No, I don't see. I can't even say that. He might. That might be his boy, boy. But the whole spectacle of like pulling up. And having everyone record it, little baby yeah. on the floor. It's just like, it's just corny. Like, yeah. it's corny, period. So, yeah. like, I don't know. But 
I was on the wrong side of the conversation because Big Nick the Quick. Well, go ahead, give your. Give so I don't even think that ultimately we were on the wrong side. I just said that what he's doing overall is 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 clownish, right? Like I thought that not showing up is clownish. I think that here's the thing, man. James Harden is allowed to ask to play basketball anywhere that he wants to on planet Earth, right? He has that right. He 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 can say whatever he wants, anything like that, right? Do I think that his whatever his gripe is, do I feel that it's legitimate? Probably not, because I think there's a lot of guys in the league that request trades, that request to get out of situations and haven't had it nearly as good as James Harden. So we, we can get this out the way. If you look at what the Rockets have done with them, I feel like they have always aggressively tried to pair him with another player. You can go back to Dwight. You can go to Chris Paul. You can go to Russell Westbrook, right? They have not sat around and let James Harden rot. They have always tried to find the winning combination for him. They've been unafraid to spend money. They've been unafraid to trade away assets. They completely, the definition of gave him the keys to the car, no player, no player has more freedom as for offensively as James Harden does. Nobody has had the system tailored more to them than James Harden does. He gets a ton of love out in Houston. The organization has stood behind him 100%. With that being said, at the end of the day, if he still wants to leave, he can 100% leave. But my problem with it is the not showing up to camp, right? The not I always hate when these dudes don't come up and just say what it is that you're feeling, right? Just stop speaking through the back channels. Stop speaking through the reporters. Stop speaking through your boys telling someone else and telling someone else. If you want to be out, yo, I want to be out. Or <laughs> I'm like, I respect what Paul, speaking of Paul George, I respect what he did a few years ago when he told Indiana, he's like, yo, I, I, I don't want to be here. I'm just letting y'all know. Trade me. I'm not signing my extension. Cool. Everybody knows you start working towards the deal. What he's doing, this like behind the scenes shit and then not showing up to practice and then blatantly flaunting it in the organization's face by being in extremely high profile places. You know, your teammates are out there quarantining and practicing. You're at the strip club. You're at Dre's. You're at fucking Magic City or wherever you are. You're at little baby's birthday party at a super spreader event. Like, it's just blatantly disrespectful um, to the organization and to the fans. And I really normally don't take that stance. But I do feel at some point you got to be a professional. You're under contract for two more years. It's not a money issue, right? You're not holding out for more money. It's not like, hey... Me showing up to camp and getting hurt could potentially damage my future earnings because it's like, no, you're signed. You have a $200 million contract and another $250 on the table that they're willing to give you. So that's not the issue, right? Whatever your issues are, staying home, not showing up to practice and flaunting it in the organization's face doesn't make you look any better. It doesn't change the perception of James Harden uh, for me. It makes it worse. I liked Harden, man. I, I was willing to forgive him for his playoff flaws that's not my problem i'm not a fucking rockets fan but this this type of shit is it's, <laughs> it's too much man i'm all for players I'm, I'm pro player empowerment i'm pro pro player movement i'm pro take control of your situation i just don't really see what he's trying to accomplish here other than decide wake up one day and be like yeah i want to go to one of these super contenders that can't really trade for me but they can trade for him that's the thing I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what, they, see what you're gonna get. Yeah, but they but they can trade for him. I think that's the thing. I think you made a really good point by by bringing up how yo the Rockets have never they've always done run they've always done right by James Harden. You want to mm -hmm. go play with you would play with Russ? All right, so, let's we'll let give up go. everything for him. Yo, let's give it a shot. It's all it's 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 honestly it's been like let's try to win it. Okay, Chris Paul, 
who was the closest guy that they got that pushed him to that next level. Okay, let's try to make it happen. We'll go get Chris Paul, like you said. Back to Dwight. They've always they've no 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 superstar has been catered to more. Yeah, so I think that's a very interesting point to bring up, and I think that you're right. They've always done right by James Harden. They've never they've never had him out to dry. Maury's was always trying to make it happen for James. So in a way, you're saying he owes them at least to show mm-hmm. up to camp and. Uh-uh. I don't never talk in terms of oh nobody owes anything anything. What All he owes, they paid him to play already and he's played those games that that's paid. I don't I never get into oh. I just feel like he's not in a position to be like fuck the organization. I'm not going to show up because the organization well, wouldn't has, that well wouldn't that be that he he owes no, them some respect and some no they've done their job by him. He needs to do their job by him by them. It's not like an O where it's like oh he has some burden of like you know, paying back all these great favors that they did for him. I know what you're saying. I just don't like to use the word oh, but yes, I think that they've done their, they've held up their hand to the bargain. He needs to hold up his. I'm not, it's just not an O for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like James Harden's indebted a, to the Rockets. That's a, that's a trigger word, huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't okay. like that. Yeah. Okay, oh, oh, oh is a bad word. We nah, I don't like oh. You don't know, oh. these dudes don't, because too often we talk about like these players are indebted to these franchises and they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, that's actually a really interesting conversation because so then are the Bears do the Bears owe Chicago fans anything to do anything about shit like I mean I don't know man maybe we I franchises think, the fans the franchises owe, owe something to fans yeah dude. I I I I don't know wow that's really interesting yeah I probably I mean they I think they, they definitely yeah do. They, they they need to be competitive I mean the fans deserve to to. I don't know. It is a whole other conversation, but that's a whole. That's in terms of Harden, yeah, you could say I, I get what you're, you're not wrong to say. Like he owes, yeah. Like it's, listen, it's, not, like, it's not, like not. It's not like he's making eight thousand. They're like, hey, James, come score thirty-seven a game. Right, right. Yeah. It's like they've kind of given him whatever he wants. So I thought mm-hmm. that was an interesting point, and, and and I get that. My stance on it was the same stance that always is. By hell or high water. If you really want to get out of town, do what you got to do to get out of town. If that's not showing up to camp, then you don't show up to camp. If you think that's going to get it done, then you don't show up. I understand PJ Tucker's your boy, but if 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 going to practice and, and going to training camp, you risk getting hurt, whatever, before you get moved, then you do what you got to do. I think the biggest thing, and what I agree with you is, is that it's just not very tasteful to be out at birthday parties and clubs and and, and being seen in that in that light. Um, Especially in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, I mean, we want to see you in the gym working. Like, yo, I'm working and trying to get a listen. You know what? The, like, let, let's just say this: he's not hungry to win a title like some of these other dudes. That's it. You don't think so? No, it's obvious what he's talking <laughs> about. Like it's it's obvious he's not. He he either he's just not locked in like some of these other guys trying so to win a title. Why do you, why do you take it to there? Because I don't I don't know how the, I don't I don't agree that this shows that he's because, not locked in. But I, I want to know how you how you came with that. I think because guys like typically show me a guy that moves like that that is literally talked about in the top three light in the league 
that is that you think is serious about winning a title. So you think the whole being at the club and kicking it like right before the season starts in this type of situation in this environment is just I don't really give a fuck. Of course it, it's of course it's. But like that speaks to like his ambitions as far as winning a title. Because I'm surprised that you're on that. Because you're usually like, "Yo, live your life, woo woo woo, kick it, have the, the drinks flow." But no, let the yeah. drinks flow. But like, <laughs> if I'm going to the window to buy a ticket on someone to win the championship, it's, it's not, not going to be him. Yeah, that's right. all I'm saying, right? Like, so, me, like bronze in a chamber. This guy is yes, club. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bro, yo, Bron is Jimmy Butler's not getting haircuts. This guy's in the club. Dog, I tweeted the I tweeted the meme the other yesterday. I said, this is the one. It was two cars, one driving in and one driving out. And the meme over the one driving in was Jimmy on his way to the gym. And the other one was James on his way home from the strip club. And it was like, you know, like both going in five. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I'm 100% live your life, do what you want to do. But hey, man, open your eyes and look at what's going on. This dude is not super locked in on winning a chip like. The rest of these guys. Yo, and if you want to even take it a step further, like he's not in tip-top shape like a lot of these other dudes. No. Like you can see it in his body. Like another guy that is – it's mind-boggling to say this, but like like Luka Doncic is not in shape like that, and he's a bully. He's not not in shape like Jimmy Butler. Like Jimmy Butler is in shape, dog. Shape, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, like you look at those who's like, this dude's in shape. Jokic? That nigga's not in shape. Yeah, right. Those you know dudes, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. These right. dudes are just ultra-talented dudes. You know what I'm saying? Right, like Harden's in the gym. I'm, I don't doubt that Harden's in yeah. the gym playing ball, but he's probably in the gym hooping. He's not He's not, He's not. not doing the, the strength regimen. He's not watching the diet like that. He's the not, diet, yeah, the diet is probably not even a chance. Not, no chance. No he's shot. not spending $2 million a year on his body like right. Ron or whoever else is doing, right? Right. So when when you when, – when I the, – the as the years have gone on, the more – Well, the more actions I see from him, it just comes off that like – I'm I, winning a title. I, I, I'm Kobe with winner t- win, win the title or just die. Like he, right. he, he had to try to win the title. I don't get that from James. You could go back to what three or four years ago they lost in the playoffs. He was at the club that night. Right. It's, yeah. It's just like subtle shit like that I see, and I'm like, I don't think this dude is like. He, and he loses the game per se. Yeah. Like uh, I mean, like. Whatever, like he's and like I think I never feel like he's really pressed. Plus, I think like in terms of life, he's not. But in terms of the NBA, he's on. He's older. You know, he's in his thirties. Yeah, it's just overall a bad look that it's like, yeah, man, this is kind of still what you're. This is kind of still what you're chasing after in the midst of this entire situation. Like again, like all these dudes go out, all these dudes kick it super tough, but it seems like he chooses the wrong moments to do so. But again, yeah, he's allowed to do whatever he wants to do. I, I agree with you on that, man. It doesn't seem like, which is so crazy that he's he's demanding this, right? It's like, okay, so what are you trying to do? Are you trying to get traded to a winner? Like, are you trying to back into a title somehow? Like, I'm not, I'm just not, it's not like he's Anthony Davis who had played on losing teams his entire career and was like, yo, I am literally going to go down as a really good player that never won anything. I don't want that to be my legacy. Like, that's not the case with James Harden. Like, he's played on winning teams his entire career. They've given him a winning organization. That's why I just don't get like the gun to the head. Get me the fuck out of here. This is such a bad situation. I get it. The owner's an asshole, but 
Um, they said like he had an issue with the owner being a Trump supporter. It's like, hey, guess what? Out of out of the thirty-one NBA owners, probably twenty-eight of them are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Mike Mike Lowkey might be. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. So, um, right. you know, so like you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna run away from that. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, I just feel like yeah again though, his whole way of going through it is clownish. The club shit is clownish. Flaunting it is clownish. Your teammates are out there grinding. Just show up to camp, do your job, ask yeah. about your trade, request your trade in the season. There's there's other ways to go about it. See, this I, isn't it. it I, yeah, I mean, I don't agree with that because if you don't, if you don't want to play, <laughs> I think when you say, "Look, get me out of here," you the, suiting up is out of the question because, like, it's just bad for. Everybody. He should refuse to suit up. No, but it's like, yo, man, move me, like, like figure out, figure out what's going on because you know how that goes. And a person doesn't want to be there; they're suiting up. It's just a bunch of bullshit. It's just like waiting to get moved. Yeah. And it's a tough spot for the squad because they can't they get in pennies on the dollar for what James is worth. But yeah, it, it is what it is. So let me tell you, let me let, let me tell you a quick story real quick about like just like the intensity of some of these guys that I've been around. And then I want to ask you about James and like where you think he should go and what he should do. But take this for what it's worth. But I when I was living in New York, I was out one night. And Dame Lillard had the table next to us. This was after they played the Knicks. And they lost. I remember this clear as day. And he was with a couple teammates. And he was he was just as intense, like as you see him on the basketball floor, like at the club. He was kind of just sitting on the couch, not really doing anything. Like he didn't want to be there, but the guys wanted to go out, so he went out type of thing. But it's like he, he he just had that intensity like outs like where he just doesn't play like Dame's not playing no fucking games. Yeah, I'm not here. For, I'm not here for this. I'm not bullshit. here for no bullshit. Games. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know not here I for mean? this bullshit. And yeah. Sometimes that's better for worse. But what I'm getting at is, I don't I don't get that laser locked in focus from James like I do from from Dame like I do from. Other players. It's easy to say LeBron, but yeah, there's other, yeah, right. Dame, Jimmy Butler, even like right. a Kawhi, as weird as he is. Jimmy Butler's the perfect example. Yeah, Jimmy Butler is the perfect example because it, it wasn't, he wasn't born with it at all. Yeah, guys yeah. not like, yeah, guys, yeah just like, in, in the, he, Jimmy's in the gym right now, guaranteed. Jimmy's 95% hard work, 5% talent. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The simple as that. Uh, let me ask you this. Let's, let's pivot a little bit off the, the extracurriculars. Yeah. Where does where does James need to go to win, or what type of situation does he need to be in for that team to win a championship? We talked about Russell; that shit didn't work out. The closest they got was when they had the squad with Chris Paul. They were gonna win the West. It looked like Chris Paul got hurt. They were up. It fell apart against Golden State, right? Mm-hmm. What situation, in your opinion, does James need to be in for them to win the the, the conference championship and be in the finals? So, like, like does he? Because I've been thinking about this because I like you hear the chatter to Miami, you hear the chatter to to Milwaukee, and I'm trying to think about how 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 this works, and I I can't really put it together. Yeah. What what type of situation do you think he needs to be in to to actually so get to the finals? The three teams that you keep hearing are Miami. Milwaukee and Brooklyn. There's a fourth team I'm blanking on it right now. 
Um, oh, Philly, Philly, Philly. Yeah, Philly. That's big. Yeah. Miami, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and Philly. Um, so let's start with like Miami, right? Obviously, Miami could use them, right? They could use that that lead scorer, <laughs> that lead ball handler, whatever yeah. it might be. But based on some of the stuff we just talked about, is look, we know the Miami culture. Like the Heat, they test their body fat every week. Like you're in the gym daily. Like, you need to live and breathe this shit. If you look at some of the players that they get there, we always say, man, how did that guy have so much success there? How did that guy, you know, turn himself into there? How do these young players from there keep doing well? That's not an accident. You go there, it's in the system, but you're going to work your ass off. So <clears throat> this might be a dumb question, but is he a fit there as far as the culture goes, right? I think on the floor, <clears throat> I don't think Jimmy gives a fuck. Jimmy could average five points a game. If they're winning ball games. I think he's fine well, with bro, it. Bro, but listen, really quick. If James is out there in fucking South Beach and fucking around, that's the think, problem. You think Jimmy's not going to be on his yeah, ass because James Harden? Yeah, like, that's a tough spot for play. James Harden and his people to be in. So, yeah, I don't – yeah, I think that – yeah, for that very reason, like because we know he likes to kick it so much, and again, they all kick it. I'm sure Jimmy kicks it tough, right? James kicks it too much for South Beach, man. It's too much of a problem. Um, on the floor, I think it could be a fit. Um, but yeah, I think off the floor there's too many issues, so I don't think that'll work out. Plus, unless they're willing to give up Bam, um, I don't know how they're gonna get that deal done. Tyler Hero is not enough. Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson are not enough to get that deal done. If they put Bam on the table, if I'm Houston, I'm driving James to the airport because that's a legitimate piece that you can start to build around. Philly. Everybody is saying make the Ben Simmons for uh Ben Simmons for Jim James Harden would be the most logical trade. Yeah. Houston gets back a young player, right, that they can build around. Philly gets a guy that fits in with Joel Embiid because Joel Embiid obviously doesn't need to dominate the ball. James Harden does. It gives you that go-to scorer, right? Yeah. If I'm Philly, and I've been saying this for a long time, I don't understand why everybody's in such a rush to move on from Ben Simmons. I understand, right? James Harden might be a really good player to play with Ben Simmons, or another type player like that to have around Ben Simmons, but because he doesn't shoot, he has those limitations in the fourth quarter as far as being a closer. But I'm sorry, dude. Ben Simmons is a fucking monster. He's 24. He's an all-world defender, right? Like, we always talk about defense matters, getting stops matters. Ben Simmons is one of the best defenders in the NBA. He's an all-NBA player. He's an outstanding playmaker. He has tons of skills that you just don't find in a 6'9", 6'10 guy. And he's been under bad coaching. He's been under a coach that thinks it's best to use your seven-foot dominant center out in the uh, out in the in the perimeter. So again, let's get him around some competent coaching and see what can happen. I'm not ready to move on from Ben Simmons at all. So I don't like that trade. Um, I really don't. I don't think that that makes you the best team in the East. Um, and then I think you have two guys in Ben Simmons. I'm sorry, and James Harden and Joel Embiid that are kind of questionable as far as their day-to-day commitment to the sport. So I don't know if you can really go there. <laughs> Brooklyn. Kevin Durant's not going to play with James Harden? Yeah. Come on, man. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. Kevin Durant is Mr. Efficiency. Kevin Durant is, is Mr. Productivity. Kevin Durant is one of is the best offensive players we've ever seen. Why would he want to play with dominate the ball James Harden? If you're James Harden and you've been winning MVPs the last couple of years with this extremely high usage rate and this style, you really think he's going to give that back and say, you know what, nah, man, I'll play off the ball a little bit. I'll do this, that, and the third. That's the real issue with trying to fit him somewhere. And that place is absolutely not Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. So let's kill that noise. And then what was the last one? Milwaukee? Milwaukee. Makes the most sense by far. Yes. Said it yesterday. Saying it today. 
makes the most sense by far. If you're Milwaukee, do whatever you can do to get this deal done. Number one, it's showing Giannis you're willing to do what you got to do. And number two, you're putting a scorer, a true legitimate scorer next to Giannis, and that's what he needs. I get Giannis gives you 30 points a game, but Giannis is not a scorer in that sense of the word. He doesn't scare anybody in the fourth quarter. Uh, you need someone in Milwaukee that will bring, will take it, that deserves legitimate attention in the fourth quarter coming <laughs> yes. down the stretch. And yes. obviously that's James Harden. Giannis gets you 30 by getting you seven, 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 right? And at the end of the game, it's 30. He's not ripping your Giannis, heart out. Giannis, He's not giving you 50. Giannis gets you everything you want when there's only one guy in front of him. Yeah. When there's three guys in front of him, he's going to have a little bit of trouble. Like, that's just what it is. Yeah. And he has three guys in front of him in the playoffs in the fourth quarter a lot because no one else is a threat out there, a real legitimate threat. So Give them your entire roster for uh, James Harden if, you, if you're the Milwaukee Bucks and worry about the rest later because that is the 100% absolute top-notch fit. He can play his, still play his style if he wants to, whatever he wants to do, dominate the ball. Drew Holiday doesn't need the ball. Giannis, uh, you can take him off the ball. Yeah, I like it. That's the only fit for me. Yeah, South Beach is a, is a, is a, is a, forget about it. <laughs> Road. <laughs> he would not be able to cope. <laughs> going for 35 a night and, and then Pat Riley's in your face talking about body fat tests. Yeah, it would just yeah, not. Yeah, you want to go to the Clevelander and kick it like, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. But that's how he wins, right? He 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 gets a guy like Giannis with him, and, and and a guy. So look, his weakness is perimeter D. Let let J. Rue, my boy J. Rue, Drew Holiday, d- deal with that, right? Available for that. Available for that. One, <laughs> of, one of the best on planet Earth at that. So he does that. Giannis can one hundred percent have tons of possessions where James, you know, can facilitate to him lobs, whatever you need. Pick and roll. Yeah, pick and roll, everything, right? So that's obviously the best fit. And they, on paper, it sounds like they would be tough to beat if he were to go to Milwaukee. I think it's a very, very interesting situation with what, you know, what he's got going on and where he wants to go. Um, I'll tell you this. If that shit happens, we need to be up to Milwaukee once a week. Oh, yeah, of course. It's must-see TV. We've right. been saying that. Well, let me ask you this though. Okay, hold on. Yeah. So, where are you? And I, I'm interested on this because I know you. You're. I'm. I'm pretty sure you're a Simmons hater. But where are you on Simmons? <laughs> Simmons for Harden. Simmons for Harden. Or let me ask you this. Okay, two part question. First, are we at that point with Simmons where people talk so much about the jump shot that it overshadows some of the amazing things that he does on a basketball court? Number one. Yeah, and number two, yeah, oh, where oh, are my, you? My uh, my battery's about to die, but yeah, go ahead, give me the give me the second. And then, question. where are you on Simmons for Harden? Essentially, so do you think that taking Simmons, trading him straight up for Harden, does that make the Philadelphia 76ers better? Do you think that Simmons is a bigger asset than James Harden? Like, where are you at on that? Um, just overall, am, am, I, am I tripping or am I spot on on this? Because I don't, for the, for me, I'm holding on to Ben Simmons. The potential is too high. So if you have a deal on your desk that says you can, and 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 actually, let me before just because you just said that, let me ask you this: is is the is the potential any higher than it is right now? Like, isn't don't we know what Ben Simmons is going to look like? Like he's going to play elite defense, big elite. time stopper. Yeah, 
He's not going to shoot it from the free throw line. He's not going to shoot it from the perimeter. But he can get you 22-10 if he really wants to and, and eight. Phenomenal defense. Yes, with phenomenal defense. So, like, I, I think we know what Ben Simmons is going to be. Like, I, I'm not expecting Ben Simmons to show up in two years and be a different player, right? He's also 23 years old. Yeah, I get that. But he's been in the league, what, now, five years? Three years. This is th- th- three years. No, this is going to be four coming up. Ben, ben Simmons has played 217 NBA games, and we're ready to write the book on him. Yes, this Wait, is his this, third year in the league. That's what I'm trying to tell his, this season this, coming up? No, this season coming up is his fourth year in the league. Okay, that's he's played three full NBA played seasons. Full season. Remember, his first season he was out. Yeah. So he's played three full NBA seasons. Um, got hurt this last year, but other than that, has been healthy. Right. Um, yeah, I still think there's room for his game to grow. I think that eventually – Dude, he's re- at this point, he's refusing to shoot threes, right? And I'm wondering if at some point someone's going to break him from that um, and if oh, he can God. shoot it, right? But, like, that's a whole – It's not about refusing. He but even not shoot it. But even at this point, Ben Simmons is a great player. He's 100%. He's a great player. Like, I think he's a great player. I think he's a really, 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 really – if you put him around the right team, which, again, I don't think, like – we talk about like, hey man, I want to see this Bulls roster well, under a okay, different coach. I think Brett Brown was one of the worst coaches in the NBA. Let me ask you this. And so, I've been on fire Brett Brown for three years now. You would if if you had to pick one, you would so you'd move Embiid before you move Simmons. I wouldn't move either of those guys. I don't know why they're in such a rush to break that up. I really don't. If I'm Philly, I'm sitting there looking at that and saying, Man, let's get this right. Because you have two guys who are unique. I know it's tough to play them together, man. I get that there's a challenge around that, but I'm not ready to say, oh, you can't do it. You just can't do it. You cannot play these two guys together. Like, I'm not ready for that. I think you got to move Ben Simmons to the four, right, which is where he naturally needs to be. Um, Get an actual real point guard in there. Surround them with shooting. Not Tobias Harris and people like that, like actual shooters. Like J.J. Redick was great for them. You know what I mean? You need those type of guys. Get my man. They should have They should have been all over Davis Bertans. Bertans, the, the, the <laughs> yeah. fireballer. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of build around it. I don't know. I'm not an NBA GM, but if I was, I wouldn't look at that and be like, man, I need to get rid of one of these under 25 potential megastars that I have on my hands. Not to mention you win games with these guys. It's not like you're, you're a shitty team. And Simmons was hurt in the bubble. So, I mean, yeah, I know they got swept out, but Simmons was hurt in the bubble. I just wouldn't be so quick to move on from them. At the same time, yeah, James and Joel, it's kind of the same thing as James and Giannis, where, you know, except for James, Giannis, I'm I'm sorry, Joel can carry you down a fourth quarter. Yeah, he's shown that. Yeah, he can carry you down a fourth quarter. You can give it to him and and he'll sit around and cook. So, So I don't know, man. If if there's paper on my desk and all I got to do is find it and I can move Ben Simmons and and, and flop him. So, if you're Ellen Brand, you're making that deal? Swap him for James Harden. (laughs) That's tough. (laughs) That's tough. That's tough to. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's 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 really tough. But yeah, I think I'm moving. I would move Ben Simmons for James for James Harden. And you're you're out on Miami. I think he would be a he would he would be a great fit there. <laughs> but I don't know if culturally that shit would work. I really don't think I think there'd be a lot of friction there. Cuz I think that they have guys with rings over there with big enough stature that can talk that would talk to James like, "Bro, this is not how we do shit over yeah, here." Like, yeah. You're not about to run. This is the the is also the thing that concerns me too is look. James Harden was in his own wet dream. 
They gave him everything, and he still that, couldn't my, win. Shit. That's my point. So like that. That's where it gets that won't be the case at another organization. Right. That's You're not LeBron, gets, bro. That's where it gets a little sticky. Where it's like, man, they really they they molded the whole franchise around this dude. He still didn't go crazy in the playoffs and and never made it to a finals. They gave him the coach of his fucking dreams. That's literally said, do whatever you want. They gave him the coach that he's been looking for <laughs> for his entire life. Yep. And he had everything perfectly set up. And maybe he needed a little more help. And he was bumping into some, obviously, some monsters in sure. Golden State. Golden State. And, yeah, and, you know what I mean? That's but, not the Rockets' fault. But, man, it, it, it's t- he's not going to find a, a, a better situation than that unless he goes to Milwaukee and he gets with Giannis and they and they get some more shooting. Like, uh, okay. well, But then you're still you're a second fiddle player there. Yeah, like, Giannis, but, is the, Giannis is the yeah, franchise there. Yeah, so, like, so. to your point, like, he's never going to find another situation that's going to be that much tailored towards him. Exactly. That's the other thing. It's like, yo, if you're not going to win a championship and you and I both are saying, like, yo, we don't think he has that championship DNA – you might as well be in the best situation for yourself. And that's Houston. It's a major market. They're paying you a ton of money. And the franchise is beholden to you forever. They're going to do whatever you want them to do. Yeah. yeah you're not going to go into Miami and be the man. You're not going to go into Philly and be the man like that. Like, these are these are different franchises. So. Well, this is the thing. I think, well, if he goes to Miami and was on his shit, he would be yeah, the man. Sure. If he went to Philly, he would be the man for sure in Philly. I, I think the Miami yeah. is interesting because he would really have to be on his P's and Q's. They wouldn't go for that bullshit. They're not going for that. Pat Riley's right. like, hey, look, man, I don't buy it. Right. Like, I got to the championship start and, fucking Duncan Robinson. Like, right. you think I give a fuck? <laughs> and we didn't, even, we didn't even talk about the whole Harden, Giannis, like, do they even like each other thing? Yeah, well, Giannis, yeah, Giannis will put that to the side. Yeah. If I'm good. Giannis, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Just bring, you know what I'm saying? Like, bring him over. I don't yeah. care about none of that. I'm, I don't She's looking at Chris Middleton, goofy ass, or James Harden. Give me yeah. James Harden. I don't care if I don't like this dude at all. Fuck that. If you're Milwaukee, whoever the Bucks GM, I don't know his name. If you're Milwaukee, um, I'm on the phone right now saying, what does it take to get this deal done? We're, we're, we're motivated. I'll give you whatever. I, my entire roster that's last name isn't at Decoupo is available. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know what we'll we and I'll throw some cheese curds, whatever you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> so yeah, Packers tickets. Packers tickets. Hey, bro, whatever you want, <laughs> man. I got you. A brat. Charge to the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I feel you. I agree. It's uh, it's an interesting spot. Let's uh, we'll leave it there. We're gonna be talking about James quite a bit. All right, my people. I have a new podcast to recommend. Fellow Chicagoans Rachel Jarofsky and Cody Wilkins are the hosts of Ain't Nobody Checking For Me, a new podcast for the unchecked. Listen in on conversations with Rachel and Cody's incredibly accomplished friends about the myth of success and the desire for external validation. If you need some laughs after a long-ass day of thinking about how hopeless Chicago Bear football is, this is the podcast for you. I promise these two will have you rolling. You can catch new episodes of Ain't Nobody Checking For Me every Friday. Subscribe to Ain't Nobody Checking For Me on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you go check them out ASAP. Let's move over to Paul George. I, I'm trying not to hammer, buddy, honestly. Shout out to him. I'm not, I, I, Yeah, shout out. Smartest, <laughs> smartest move of the week. For, for Paul George signs, they tacked another four years on top of his – Top of his the, the the year remaining. He's 
He's going to be in LA for another five years, just shy of a $200 million extension. He's going to be making $44 million per. $44.1 million per. This is this is Paul George. This is I'm going to use this to lead us into the combo. This is Paul George um, with Matt Barnes and Stack Jack on. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to play the, the backboard. Yeah, yeah, no, the up and smoke. <laughs> well, for everyone who was doubting you and talking shit, that's your solo camera right there. What can they expect next season from you? Oh, I'm I'm ready. I'm coming back. I'm a this I, is, I'm a translate it after you finish it. In my this is version. this is. Like I'm back with my trainer. I'm back with my trainer that I had my MVP season. Um, I'm back with him. I get a summer to train to work on my game again. Going into a season, um, Rico runs. I'm locked in, like as locked in as you can be. I'm, I'm motivated. I listen to Kobe on a daily basis. Mm. I just pull up motivational Kobe. Mm-hmm. They be like 15, eight minutes long. But I'm. I just. I put that on when I'm working out. That's like. I don't listen to a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I put that Kobe motivational speech shit on, mm-hmm. and I just listen to him talk while I'm lifting, while I'm on the court, and that's where I'm at right now. So mm-hmm. I'm back. I'm back motivated. Hell yeah. I'm as healthy as I've been in a long time, and um, I'm in position to do it. So I'm on, I'm on motherfuckers' asses. Can I translate? It? He didn't. He just used one cuss word at the end. I'm not gonna cuss at all. Oh, just, okay. Well, give me your shit then. Minor setback for the major comeback. Okay. Boom. You bitch you. <laughs> Dog, oh my god, bro! I haven't heard that full thing. That was crazy. You, that was you haven't heard that? No, nah, he's such a clown. First off, Yo, listen, oh my listen. god, bro! Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. And so many things stand out. Number one, um, no, first off, man, like it's a shame what's happened to Stack Jack for me. I used to love Stack Jack. He started really on my fucking nerves. Um, <laughs> number two, my MVP season. What? What are we talking about? What MVP? <laughs> yo, wait, did, yo, and he said it with such conviction, bro. My I MVP. Almost, like, I almost like, like, did he win one? Did he got MVP? I, I know. So I think he's talking about 2018 and 2019 when he finished third. Like, okay, great, awesome, good job. You can never refer to that as my MVP season. Say one of my best seasons. Say a couple of years ago when I finished third in MVP. Saying when I was playing some of my best ball. Your MVP season means like it's an MVP trophy that you own. I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. Number two, look, man, what's the right way to say this? All these cats, like the Kobe shit, I've been listening to Kobe. When I'm in the gym, I'm playing 15-minute Kobe speeches. I've just been listening to Kobe. I love Kobe, man. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Like, obviously, majorly influential character and all that. Look, cut the cap, though. Let's just kill all this cap of, like, Kobe TED Talks and that's what's driving you through the gym and I'm on motherfuckers' asses and like what? Bro, you've been in the league for ten fucking years. Like, what are you talking about, dude? He what said, are we talking about he here? Said, he said I'm back motivated. What? Yeah, well, you weren't motivated at the beginning of this year when you had a championship back. squad? Back motivated. Wait a second, bro. You weren't motivated at Russ's barbecue? Like uh, <laughs> I, I just Yeah, it, it was a lot it was a lot to unpack. There's and, so much to unpack I, there. And, like I, this. and I got some more clips for you that we could talk about. But I, 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 honestly, bro, I think when he gets on the mic, he doesn't realize what he's really saying. I think he's an insecure person who fucking has to, like, try to project out some confidence. It's what that is to me. You're One, not a confident individual. 100% mentally, he 
is a little shaky. Fragile. Fragile. I'm on motherfuckers' asses. <laughs> okay. Yo. Yeah, Paul George. Like, what could, yo, no, be what Paul could, George, bro. Be what you. Could they, <laughs> what could they expect from you coming up next year, all your haters? We got a good team. I'm looking forward to getting back on the floor and, and making up for what happened last year. I didn't play well. And I hate, like, telling people what they should have said, but all the shit that you just said was a bunch of nothing. Nothing. Kobe, Kobe TED Talks back, and fucking I'm back on my MVP MVP season. I'm back with my trainer for my MVP season. I listen to Kobe, and I don't listen to music when I'm in the gym. It's like, man, I really wasn't wasn't rocking with that at all so you're, you're trying to project an image of what he's out here of what he's out here doing right like he's trying to make it he, he wants you to be like oh yeah close your eyes and see paul george in the gym grinding like rocky versus fucking drago or some shit like come on dog like no 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 bigger stop the cap of the year than that whole paul george clip right there yeah was just was just marinated in cap like that is <laughs> Fucking unbelievable, dude. He's such a clown, bro. Al Capone. <laughs> Al Capone. Are you sitting? Washington Capitals. Like, whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, that's what he's got going on right now, dude. Washington Capitals. <laughs> Washington Capitals. That's what that, that's what that is. Geo Veskin. Uh, oh, oh like, that, oh, shit, that shit is. Uh, I don't even like to use this word. Like he's a fucking lame. <laughs> he's a fucking clown. Like dog. Like just keep it moving. You don't need to go on Matt Barnes and Stat Jack podcast and the Nike hoodie fit and try to tell people oh about, your, about your motivation and your revenge tour oh, and how you're you're back to your MVP season. And you're listening to Kobe TED Talks <laughs> and you're fucking eating raw meat in the freezer. <laughs> like, we don't need to know all this, bro. Yeah. It's all bullshit. Hey, yep. man. Hey, how about you don't blow a 3-1 lead? How about you don't brick off the side of the fucking backboard? How about you show up in games that matter? How about, you know what I'm saying, you give us the 30 like you're supposed to and play good D. And you just keep it moving, dog. Don't push the blame off <laughs> of Doc when he's no longer the coach anymore. Talk about Doc. They didn't use me right. They're putting me on pin downs. They used me like J.J. Redick. No, they didn't. I watched the games last year, dog. You did not look like J.J. Redick. You were getting every opportunity to do whatever you wanted at multiple. They, they didn't, we didn't adjust. We didn't make any adjustments last year. It's like, dog, stop. You throw Doc under the bus, then you roll it over, and it's like, come on, dog. Like. All yeah. that shit is all bullshit. Like, think, and look, and I think this is um these next two clips I'm gonna play about Paul. I think really reflect on what we're saying about mentally. He's just all he's a little fragile. This is uh Paul George on uh, bubble hoops. Eight one eighty, like of of hoops that you usually normal like that's usually normal to you. Shit was just different, mm -hmm. and like I said, I just I couldn't adjust to it. I couldn't find my way. And then the shit just started dawning on me. It's like I'm thinking about it going into mm -hmm. the games. Like, damn, how can I trick myself into like mm. creating an environment? And I just started being in my head now at this oh point. That's the worst place and to be. Yeah, and then the so. <laughs> so you don't. He wasn't vibing with 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 bubble ball. He he said the atmosphere. He couldn't get. Hey. With it. 80 days away from your family and your kids and all that, I get how that is going to affect you. Like, I'm not going to discount anybody who's like, yo, that shit was tough on me mentally because you're in isolation, right? We love our family. You don't have any kids, but like, whatever, you get it, right? Like, you want to be around your people. Dog, I don't. 
Yo, listen, I get that. Everybody I, else is doing the same I, shit. And I, understand, and I understand what he's saying. And he's there's some legitimate, there's some legitimacy to that, right? But look, like there's guys like Dame. He he what, what I'm trying to say is go look around at the mental capacity of some of these other dudes. Paul George is not like that. He's no. not built like Jimmy Butler. And not, Jimmy had a newborn going to the bubble. They said, are you going to bring your wife and your girl and your baby? And he said, no, I told him, stay no, this is a business trip. Business. Absolutely not. <laughs> He's not built like that mentally. That's what yeah. I'm trying to, to show yeah. people are, and, and the listeners is like, there's a difference. Where, and and well, and then what do you gain by saying this? Are you looking for sympathy? Like, man, it was tough in there. Like, you got other dudes like, yo, it was distraction-free. I'm in there hooping. Like, yeah. yo, it was tough in there. Like, you think it wasn't tough for Bron, who knows he's going to be in there the full pop? Like, it's tough for all these guys. Yeah, and I think – He needs it to be perfect. He needs a perfect situation to hoop in. Yes, and if he doesn't have that, he – It's not going it, to work or it's going to be suspect and – those aren't Max type of dude. Those aren't guys that I want to pay $44, $44 million. Nope. Like number two. In other words, when shit gets tough and the going gets tough, he might fold up on you. That real that, quick. That's what I read from from all the a lot of down three one and your team falls. Exactly. This is the final clip I'm gonna play. This is Paul George on talking about his his best season playing with Russell uh, Russell Westbrook and, and why he felt like that was his best year. It also reflects kind of where his mental is at. It's the, honestly, it's the reason why I had the best season of my career playing with him. Mm. Uh, because, you know, I, I can play with somebody that I don't care. Like, people say, oh, he can't do it, he can't do that. I can play with a motherfucker that's going to leave it on the floor every night. every night. It pushes me. It challenges me to play hard every night. I love that about him. He didn't mm-hmm. care what people said. Um, you know, he never got. Russ took all the bullets for you. Yeah, and it's just more. It's just, I think. From it's pressure free to play with Russ because all the attention is going to be on Russell. Exactly. Pressure free. And we, for, we I, forgot your MVP season because you're playing with Russ, who mattered more. Exactly. What I took from it is some more like. This guy got me motivated to play and got me up to play to see how he played made me want to play harder. When it's like, dog, I don't think you should need any of any of that and all that. That's that's where Bro, be Paul George, man. Yeah, man. I don't, uh, I don't be be yourself, man. Like it, it, you're watching this dude, it's so clear he's so uncomfortable. Like just sitting there in that interview, like you and I can pick up on the vibes like that people are giving off. Like Dog, he's so uncomfortable. Just his oh, whole what? his whole demeanor in that interview. Like he, I can just sense by watching. He's so like. So why does he keep finding microphones though? I don't know. Cause he, I, I don't. Cause what? he's insecure. What? You're trying to give a different image. So let me come in here in the sweat fit. Yeah. Be cool. Sit back. Relax. That's all choreographed, bro. That is choreography. At yeah. its finest. It's not. That's not legit, man. Like, yo, if you're an insecure. That's cool. Be that way, man. Like, look, I'm not going to say shit because I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't need y'all to take a rope. It's all good, but don't try to project this, like. Kind of like the same thing with, like, the Instagram comments. Like, when he was typing in, it's like, let Pat Bev do that. Yeah, bro, that's not you, dog. Yeah, that's not you, bro. You're not, you're not, you're not, like, kick it up and not give a fuck type guy. Like, that, that, keep telling Jimmy Butler, but that's like, you're not, you're not that type of dude. Right. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not built that way. And that's fine. Not everybody has to be like that, man. And you get a lot more points being you. And I think everything that he just said, the interview, again, the, the, the references to Kobe. Like, I feel like when you do that, you're trying to, like, 
He's just reaching for reaching for some yeah. some some fucking like platform of like, you know, like shut up, bro. Like you're a fucking clown. Shout out to him though for signing that extension because he was never not gonna sign it, right? You have another bad year like this, that money's not gonna be there. So shout out to him and his agent for locking down the bag right away. Paul George doesn't need to wait and see what this Clippers situation is gonna be like. He needs to go get that bread. So, hey, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the last year of the deal is a player option. And I'm going to tell you right now on no catch up 2020, he will be opting into that. Is he Otto Porter opted in? He Otto Porter instant opted into that. <laughs> no matter yeah. what happens, it doesn't matter. And man, it's a, it's a crazy dynamic because I think that, and, hey, and I, I'll say this about Kawhi. One of the best players in the league, period. If you're gonna if you need someone to give you some energy and look, he's not the guy to look to. Nah, he's not there for that. Like Paul and doesn't pretend to be. Paul's talking about how Paul how he respected Russell Westbrook because he didn't give a fuck about what people thought and he, he brought it to the floor every night and he he brought that energy. Kawhi is not that guy. He doesn't play every night. Like for forget about bringing the energy every night. That motherfucker don't even play every night. He, he lives so, in San Diego. Yeah, like so that it, it, that Clippers dynamic, man, and and Montrez leaving, talking shit. Doc is gone. Now the 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 guy you got the super duper max first is not the guy that you know Kawhi is not up for eligible for a deal till next year. But then now if they come out and have a bad year and he not feeling Paul George, is he going to hey, sign it? No, because that know. motherfucker doesn't give, he wasn't about doesn't give a fuck. He's going to do what he wants to do. Right. <laughs> and he won't yeah. even tell Paul George. I think it's, it's, it's really interesting, man. Cause they come out and have like a quote unquote bad year on their standards. Next Kawhi's year. not going. Kawhi fuck around disappear and then now all of a sudden you got Paul George for nobody, nobody else and you're paying him 44 per and then yeah. all of a sudden you're the Clippers again and it's Paul, shit, Paul George and Ty Lucia. Yeah, and shit is real <laughs> it's real interesting over there. So we'll see how that works out. Yep. We just ran off quick 50 minutes. 50 on minutes on Harden. Let's do this. Let's do this real quick. Yeah. Because we do need to t- we need to talk about this, and we can pick it back up next week, depending on what happens this weekend. But give me your five minute sell, three minute sell on Carson Wentz to the Bears, since that sparked so much debate. <laughs> so Sean put out a tweet the other day, or responded to a tweet saying he would give a look at Carson Wentz on a trade to the Bears. Tell me why. Well, I had tweeted four or five weeks ago that like, yo, Philly, I understand you, 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 you Carson Wentz not the guy right now. He's not doing his thing. I send him to Chicago. I would take a look at him, right? I I don't I haven't dug into the numbers because the a trade to Chicago means we would have to figure out that salary. That he, yo, you realize he hasn't even started that deal yet? Yeah. That deal doesn't start until he, on that. An extension to his already contract, yeah. <laughs> So he hasn't even started that deal yet. He's about to start getting paid like $23 million per next year, Carson Wentz. And so I don't know if the trade is even plausible. But my, my whole thing is I truly don't think that this guy is a lemon all of a sudden. I think he can really, really use a change of scenery. 
some talent. I mean, just an offensive line, just like any other quarterback to succeed, they need a lot, a lot of help. And I think he needs a lot, a lot of help. I think if this guy were to go back with Frank Wright and go to Indianapolis behind that offensive line, I think we're back talking about Carson Wentz as a top 15 quarterback. I truly believe that. So people are talking like this guy is a fucking zero dud. One of the worst. Watched every game. You, <laughs> you don't need to, people don't need to talk. He's playing like a zero dud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you, by the oh. way. Yeah. I think the 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 talent is there. He needs a change of scenery. He needs to – how about this? There's guys I look at that are broken and cannot be fixed. I think Mitchell Trubisky is a very poor quarterback, and I don't ever see him being a good one. Yeah. A guy like Carson Wentz, I could see him getting some work, getting with the right people, and taking that – and getting – I guess getting back to that Good quarterback play where he's not leading the league in every category that's negative. He yeah. leads the league in every category that's bad. Yeah, I, I, I think Doug Peterson is a fraud. I Terrible. think I think Frank. Uh, I think Frank, who's now in Indianapolis, who we were just talking about, was a big part of that Super Bowl squad. Since he left, they haven't done anything. Yeah. So I think that if he could get in a different situation, I think he can be fixed. I think, like Drew Locke. The guy is can he stinks. <laughs> he stinks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could see Carson Wentz being like David Carr. David Carr or Derek Carr? Derek Carr. Why the fuck do I always <laughs> uh, like, David I, Carr? I, like I could see Chris I, I could see Chris Wentz. I could see Carson Wentz being the exact just, the exact quarterback that Derek Carr is. I, yeah. I truly believe that. I and, and he just needs a little help. Um fair enough. I, it's tough to say that because he has truly been a fuck. He's really been really bad. The been guy, bad. the guy. I mean, he fumbles. Decision it. making is just been no, bro. It's like the decision making offensive. Fumbles, he 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 throws interceptions. He just he holds on to the ball forever. Yeah, it's just all bad, right? But I think that guy Carson Wentz can. Uh, I see a road back from him where I don't see a road back for a lot of other dudes. That, that that's what I'm saying. Fair enough. All right, let's see how it plays out. So it's Carson Hurts, Jalen Hurts versus Taysom Hill this weekend. Matchup nobody nobody expected. Let's see, let's see what happens with it. I think I think Jalen Hurts too is. I mean, we we obviously have to see what he looks like for a full game and a full week of practice and all that. But it's tough, man. <laughs> you've always been you've always been low on Hurts, but yeah, Dog, he's an NFL quarterback. I have yet to see. A motherfucker that can't really throw it in college show up in the league and <laughs> throw it all of a sudden. It just yeah. doesn't fucking happen. All right, so that's Jalen Hurts is your dream college quarterback. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, he he's smart. He doesn't turn the ball over, and that's it. And and he can run. And 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 you put him with a good ass defense, you're gonna have a good ass football team. But like I've never, I, I've yet to see a guy in college that can't throw it that all that pulls up and can all of a sudden throw it. You got to run, yeah. Yep. Not okay. a clock. For Big Nick the Quick, I am your host Sean Little. A lot of NBA talk coming. It's, the season's about to tick. Yes, sir. Um, preseason. Preseason about to tick. Yeah, but season's what next week? Ten, uh -huh. ten days. The twenty second. I know. Quick turnaround. Quick turnaround. <laughs> For Big Dick the Quick, I am your host, Sean Little. Make sure you lock in with us everywhere, man. YouTube, iTunes. I'm going to get this up on the audio ASAP. 
We're back. Uh, we're back Monday for the Bears recap, then back Tuesday for a, for a regular show. We'll see you then. No catch on Sports Talk via Chicago. We out of here.